What's up, everybody, and welcome to What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode forty-three of the podcast. <laughs> we just smoked a bunch of hash today. Today is a really fun episode with my friends Chris and Sonia from Peace Within Hash. These are guys. I'm okay. Let me tell you what happened first. So I'm not going to smoke in the beginning of this episode right now. This is just the intro. It's already been smoked. The smoking happened. It's done. Look at that crunk piece. It's beautiful. Um, <clears throat> but. This episode is just full of fun conversation with a couple of my friends. We're smoking and talking about their beautiful hash. We're talking about terpene profiles, stories of growing. We go fucking all over the place. You guys know this podcast, but it was a really fun conversation, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Also, too, don't forget to check out bmsglass.com. Um, make sure you guys are following Peace Within Hash on Instagram. Give those guys some support. Instagram has deleted them before. We got to keep giving them their followers back. Um, and uh, what else do am I supposed to say? I gotta think. Um, don't forget to sign up for my lose- newsletter. This is great. If no one's ever seen this podcast, which this is really good, this is your introduction to me. Hi. This looks bad, but I promise the episode's probably better. Maybe. I can't even promise that. I really enjoyed it, though, and I had some fun. Don't forget to say. <laughs> It's really up to you. Um, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter to find out about upcoming Sunday sales drops and other info about Bear Mountain Studios. Really appreciate all you guys that support this podcast. I have a lot of fun here, and it's um, it's really a nice way for me to vent and just connect with you guys in a different way than Instagram allows me to. So I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Have a happy new year, and um, thanks, everybody. pregame a little bit because like your hash and even my dad when he was here smoking your hash gets me so high and like my dad took a couple dabs of some other stuff and then he took a dab of your stuff which was the uh, monkey fruit and then he stood up he's like I gotta go inside he went inside and talked to him he's like he's like shit's really strong he's like I haven't been this high in like 20 years he's like but he's, he dabs all the time he's a he's been smoking since he was 12 years really? old really how, how yeah. long has it been that since he converted from flour oh he still smokes flour too he smokes everything oh yeah nice. yeah he just anything around he'll just smoke it he loves weed he's a morning to night smoker and for him to get that stone and he just because he's not used to smoking solventless at that level because it's at this level it's not even about the thc content so much as it is like the quality of the grow and the terpenes and everything combined making that experience so. being able to taste quality is a it's a crazy thing yeah. i can taste when someone doesn't have not, a good water source not knowing that you were smoking Absolutely. shitty weed yeah. for so long and then you exactly. finally get some good weed and you're like damn like when I take a dab of saltless, I can tell if someone like didn't like they didn't put it in the right room, they didn't use the right water. I can taste not good water. I can taste clean water. Like there's some right. times I smoke where I'm like, oh my god, that I can taste how clean the water was. That is so clean. If they use the wrong hose, like, yeah, you taste the hose. Oh my god, everything. It's such a. I've done that. I feel like being uh, being an extractor obviously is like really tough too and stuff just because of all the risk and shit. With just like. What if you fuck up this whole like column, or if you fuck up, you know, curing this bunch of rosin or this salt or this uh, bubble, and you ruin it, it all tastes like mold or hay or something like. Well, see, I, I brush my my machines and I alter mine. I don't I don't run them, you know, how they standardly run, and I added silicone into it. Yeah. Well, of course, I brushed it and didn't allow it to dry or cure properly. Oh. So my first batch, I had probably like. 
two and a half ounces of just stuff that tastes like of grape pie that that tasted like silicone. Oh Smelled god. like it too. That's so devastating. You believe me. Oh my I, god. I was I was heartbroken that's, to see all this material that just down the drain. That sucks, dude. That's like that's what I mean though. There's a huge there's obviously being a grower is a big risk with what if you don't have good genetics or the grow like the lights don't turn on right one day and then all of a sudden it fucks up the terpenes and mm -hmm. there's a million things that go wrong there but then if you're like well i've finished product that's super good and now you're like now i'm going to do another step where it could get fucked up and that's like extracting it's like the next risk it's like i could fuck up all this material now mm -hmm. <laughs> like that i've worked so hard to get so i i really want you to try this holy banana i really do too so that's a new method we yeah. just tried out we cured it before. We did a quick cure. We didn't yeah. do fresh frozen. Okay. Yeah. Um, so there's yeah. this guy that said if you have like really terpy strains like really that are greasy, so oily yeah, stuff. exactly. Just like the cherries, dump. the bananas, all those are greasy strains. Anytime mm -hmm. from a cherry or banana, you touch it and there's grease. It's not sticky in your fingers. It's literally like shiny grease. grease. Yeah. And you're like, for sure. Fuck? And that will line your bags to where no hash will yeah, fall through. through. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. so, so he said it. if you do like a quick cure, you know, normally people do like a ten to fourteen yeah. day cure. We did I think like six or seven froze it for a day or two and then washed it that's fucking awesome and i'm pretty sure it in increased our yields by mm. like two and a half percent oh and i'm i'm sure that the terpene profile too might have even been preserved in a different way as well for sure that like maybe for, for that sure. type of oils and stuff maybe it's actually better for those terps to sit for a little bit and let like marinate in their own oil before mm -hmm. you pull them off the plant i still have some of that plant that i did actual fresh frozen yeah and it's still frozen so we're gonna wash that do a test and yeah. kind of see how it does and see the percentages because that the holy bananas and new strain you guys are working with yeah. did you pheno hunt it or is it a cut you got um it's some um that i got but see the other phenos they they died off at the warehouse that mm -hmm. i had because yeah. of all the bugs so yeah. I, I was down to this one last yeah. you know and i was just gonna run it the first time i've run it to see what it does yeah so. dude that's sick I, I, I still have more beans of it though nice nice that was always my thing. Like, I would make sure I got the cuts, but I would still have seeds of stuff, too, where I was like, hey, if this cut doesn't work out, like, I'll haunt my own shit. But, like, I'd always try to get the cut first, too, just to make sure that, like, I knew what my baseline was I was looking for. Because you might pheno hunt something and find something, like, this, is this, this has got to be the best pheno of this ever found. And then you go try the hype one that someone has, and you're like, whoa, that's different. It's, like, mine, but way denser yeah. and richer yeah. in this flavor. Like, I have the flavor in my cut, but it's not as crazy as the actual this flower that's like 10 times of that it's like so much more of that flavor for sure i that's feel like that's why so many people like run in the same strains yeah because they know there's probably just a slightly bit different exactly exactly and that consistency too and like when that well, this is a business at the end of the day so it's like you kind of the risk like a lot of people run the same strains just for the fact that like i know this will sell and i know this will yield and i know this will protect my family's mm -hmm. investment like because you look at a lot of these cannabis companies, and I swear a lot of them are families. It's like people that have like convinced like you know mom, dad, grandpa, and grandma, uncles, aunts, like hey, like let's yeah. put this together, like let's we can do this in Colorado Some or wherever you want. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's crazy just to see like uh, how many normal people are smoking weed that uh, aren't even like they maybe ten years ago were so anti weed. Yep. You know what I mean? Now they're, they're so straight edge. Now they're now they're, now they're doing like now they're doing CBD and shit and like they're and they don't even think anything of it. They're taking CBD pills. They're using creams after they work out and it's yep. like my wife's grandmother. Her whole life she wasn't like into weed or anything like that. She she was taught that it was like a really bad dangerous thing, and now she uses CBD creams and pills. Her doctors actually recommend it for some things that she has. Like you should just try this for you know, this, instead of giving you more pills that might hurt your stomach, like try some CBD. And so it's just crazy to see that this plant is finding its way in everyone's house, even if it's not through a psychedelic way, 
even if it's through a true medicinal mm -hmm. or just benefit bettering your life way which is really cool which makes me feel like and i said this to my wife the other day all the people right now they're in their like late 70s 80s maybe even 90s all those people most of them are really not weed smokers they're not into it they are still like wow that shit's the devil but the people that are our parents right now, they're in their 60s and 50s and stuff like that. When they're in their 80s or 90s, all that generation of old people in 30 years from now, they're all going to be stoners. So For you're sure. going to see, like, I think you're going to see big changes. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's slowly happening because all the people around them, their friends, their family, like, yeah, I, I finally tried it the other day and it really wasn't big. I actually really enjoyed it. And some yeah. people, like, it wasn't for me, but it didn't do anything. Like, it was like, whatever. Like, it was... And most of the time, I think people that don't have a good experience, it's either it was too strong or they really just don't know how to smoke something. Because I remember the first time I smoked weed, I didn't even know that I'm, how to inhale it right. Because I had never smoked cigarettes or anything. Like, yeah. someone yeah. let me try and I, and I, I didn't really get high. I burned my throat the first time. Yeah, I like, burned my throat and I coughed, but I didn't, like, get high. It's like it didn't make it into my lungs. It's like it made it into my throat and then I just coughed it up. Yeah. And, um... I don't know, so I didn't like weed my first few times smoking it, like, but then like eventually, like I found that comfort in it and like bought my own bag of weed and I was like, fuck yeah, this is dope, I love it. Do you guys remember the first time you ever took a dab? <sighs> yeah, actually. Um, it was probably really early 2000. Me and a couple buddies took some Reggie in one of those honeybee extractors. Yeah. They were plastic, little black lid. I know, lid. bro. I, yeah. have I know exactly what they are. So we filled it up, put the coffee filter on it, and we blasted it into a Pyrex in the mm -hmm. backyard. Yes, sir. Sun cured. It, yeah, left it in the sun. <laughs> Throw it up on the roof, let the shingles heat it up. No, just right on the concrete <laughs> oh, right in the back patio. Texas heat. Sun, yeah. yeah oh yeah, sun cured, dude. Right afternoon, you're smoking good. And now we're looking at this this Pyrex with a bunch of goop in the bottom of it, and we're like, well, what the fuck are we supposed to do with that? Yeah. Um. So I had the brilliant idea to grab a paper. Yeah. Like the actual rolling paper and just yeah. roll it in and just yeah, goof just it up in the paper yeah. and just ball it up and threw it in a bowl. Yeah. And just sat there and just started hitting it. Well, so use the rolling paper as a thing to actually grab it and then you would just burn the rolling paper like you would correct. smoke a joint but it was actually holding it together like a dab and you're smoking through a bowl. Correct. Holy fuck, I've never heard of anyone <laughs> doing that. Well, here's the thing. It wasn't even fully purged. So yeah. Oh, it's exciting. Yeah, it's when popping, we're burning man. it, it's popping and flames <laughs> are coming off part, of it and shit. And we're like, this is normal right? <laughs> yeah. And we're, we're doing just blitzed off of our yeah. minds afterwards. Dude, but, that's so funny. Yeah, that was my first experience. My first time was my own hash too. I had uh, ordered a thing off eBay. It basically came came with a like two gallon or three gallon metal stew pot. I actually have it up on my station still that I use to knock glass yeah. off in now. Yeah, the big old thick yeah, stew uh, glass top. Or, glass top and then it had uh, a vacuum pump. It was like, yeah. it was plexiglass, I think. Plexiglass, yeah. Yep, and then the vacuum pump and you put your hash in there and then I used Me to put that. used to use this. I used to put this thing <laughs> on a hot plate and I'd put, set the hot plate at like 95 degrees, like yeah. super low and I'd let it purge for like seven, maybe eight days, like a long ass time. Oh, wow. On low temp and I would turn the vac on and off and not open it. And then for about seven, eight days I'd have this like crystal saucy looking stuff like yeah. we have nowadays it's like what viola and all these brands kind of their standard stuff looks like but it's really terpy and has a big nose on it but back in 2010 everyone's like bro if it don't shatter it don't matter <laughs> dude if it don't shatter it don't matter yeah. i don't care what it smells shatter like it was the biggest thing dude, yeah. but, but they didn't care that the terpenes on it were so loud i was like guys this smells like a whole jar of flour in one dab like smell this gram i have and people love to smell but they were taught that if it was like saucy and crystallized that it was like dirty Bad. And I'm like, dude, I can make shatter in 24 hours with just the right heat and vac time. Yeah. It's like, I can make it so fast. Like what I just did here, like I didn't vac off all the terpenes because I'd vac it and then turn the vac off and just leave it on that heat for a while. And then turn the vac on for a little bit just to get some of the gas out, turn it off and just do it low temp. And I was doing this back in 2010, trying to convince all these fucking people. This was even before I was ever thinking about being a glass blower too. I didn't even 
that wasn't even on my radar. I thought yeah. it was going to be a grower extractor. I thought I was going to move to Colorado or California and grow and do that. Part of the role, right? Yeah, part of it. Part of it still happened. But is that like, what's your guys' story with like, like first getting into weed and they're like, I want to grow this or I want to extract this. Like, how did that all happen? So let's see. Started growing after I found some plants growing in the bayou. And this bayou that run through our neighborhood. Okay. And I always be down there looking for turtles and shit, just being a you know yeah. young boy. There's this one patch, and it was like it was always mowed. It was a really nice, just clear clean, patch, yeah. clean <laughs> patch of grass where everything around it was just like long grass and weeds and everything. Yeah. Right next to the edge of the water, yeah. there was this random plant growing, right? And I was like, man, this thing looks like weed. I took a fucking leaf off of yeah. it just to take it home. And I was like. Is this weed, Mom? My mom's like, yeah, that's weed. Where'd you get that? And there's a fucking plant down in the bayou. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go take it. It wasn't even flowering yet. Yeah. It was still in bed. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I noticed like after the guy whose fence was right up on the the embankment of the, mm-hmm. he had a back gate. The next day I went, somebody had dug it up. So I only assumed yeah, that yeah. it was that guy. Yeah, he, he was like, he oh, noticed someone, down yeah. there, me down there scoping it out. Yeah, like, oh, I gotta get my shit. Found it. Dude, that's kind of how I yeah. found out, like, I found my dad's plants like that once. Like, I was playing hide-and-go-seek with some friends. I must have been eight years old. And we were up in the woods because my parents had 40 acres of land on the side of Bear Mountain. Mm-hmm. And it was all, like, pine wood forests and, like, big fields and stuff like that. But we, like, go through this one clearing through the pine forest and, like, where the sun comes through, there's all these trees knocked down. And there's just, like, a wall of grass. And you go through the wall of grass and it's, like, right there, there's just, like... There was just plants. We must have been 16 plants. Oh, wow. And just this big clearing. It was beautiful. <laughs> and then I had older cousins and friends that were with me, and they knew exactly what it was. Yeah. And they're like, oh, that's weed. And I'm like, I'm like, no, no, my dad doesn't smoke. My dad doesn't do drugs. He's a good guy. He's not, he's not a bad guy, you know, because that's what you think when you're eight years old and go to Catholic school. So <clears throat> I... Uh, I went up to my dad, I'm like, we just found all these plants, are these weed plants? He's like, yeah, yeah, but that's for Jimmy, it's his medicine. It's Jimmy's medicine. I just let him use our property because he lives in the city and doesn't have land. Jimmy is buddy. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what he's telling me. Yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> like, uh, you but, never even met but, a Jimmy. No, ever. I did. I actually met him. He was like, one of my dad's friends, and he did bring the seeds over from Amsterdam, so he was a guy that traveled kind of around the world. So that's some like, land race. Yeah, plants. and he gave my dad all the seeds from Amsterdam. And my, dad, like, my, my dad gave me, ba- I still have them in the fridge, bag of Acapulco Gold, Colombian Red. Wow. And Panama really? Red, all these old seeds from the six, uh, 70s, 80s, like just you got just some old, land races, huh? Oh, tons of old ones. Yeah, just like just like hundreds of them, like seeds. That's like awesome. so, I want to breathe here soon. Oh, bro, like I got I got crazy seeds just because like my family's been about it for a long time too. But um, but yeah, man, like that's like, I found I had a similar situation where you pop up, you just see this perfect clearing, and there's like a plant like perfectly manicured just sitting there, and you're like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? Like it looks, I like it there. It's surreal, and it's almost like. It was in the ground or potted? They were all potted, but they were like were like potted in a way where if they wanted to, they could probably go into the ground. They were almost were like three quarter potted. Like yeah. have you ever seen people do that where they like have a plant kind of partially potted and pots partially in the ground? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that way they can control the feeding through the top, but the roots don't get uh, like stuck in a pot and yeah. keep rooting out. Um, but you can concentrate your food right in the top there. And the only problem with that is like calcium buildups and shit too. If you're feeding a little bit heavy on those outdoor plants and stuff, I've noticed back in the day when I used to do it. Because I grew outdoor in upstate New York, and your season is super short. You have about six to seven months to actually get these plants digested and flowered out and just done. Gosh. Um, because it gets so cold and so, like, shitty and rains so much that it's just, like, 
you know, you, you fight with molds, blood rot, all that kind of shit really quick. So we had this genetic that we'd grown up state in New York. Um, some people called it purple Afghan. Some people call it purple train wreck. But really, it was just some weird <coughs> Afghan plant that was really old genetic. It looked prehistoric. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever, like, popped a bunch of seeds before and you have certain ones. You're like, that looks like some prehistoric recessive leaf structure and this how it grows. Like, this doesn't look, this looks like old genetics mm-hmm. we just pulled out. Yeah, we have some shit um, mutating. Yeah. So, it was, it's like one of those weird plants, but it flowers in, like, um, eight weeks. Like, start to finish, she's, or six weeks. Start to finish, she's done. <coughs> like, like six weeks was, like, super fast. Almost like, seems like an auto. Dude, like, almost. But it was, like, how it grew was, like really dense like smaller buds but man the turp on them was insane they were black and then because that black color obviously some of that's from climate temperature and where you grow but even if you grew it indoors with perfect 72 degrees and everything perfect no stress she's still gonna go black she's like one of those plants yeah and then because that really dark background the resin on it just looks so much brighter because the resin's at like whites and ambers it just pops with that dark leaf background on it i don't know but that was the strain we'd grown upstate new york because it was the only one that would finish in time all the other strains I'd grow that I would order seeds online, I'd actually have to drag the plants from the clearing at night and put them in the garage for like the last two weeks with a light over them just to like help them finish because yeah. it would just be getting too shitty too out. Damn. You lose them. But yeah, growing in upstate New York is... That's a struggle right there. Oh, it seriously, <laughs> seriously is. What did you just take a hood of that? Because that smells so good. Uh, That was a mix of the grape pie and the purposey. Oh, dude. That turp, that turp server looks like she's seen better days. It's broken. <laughs> it's working. It's but doing it's it. functional. It's functional. I don't even want to go there with with that. Four hundred dollars on a nail. You better still use it. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> I feel like that's a good no deal on a turf slayer. I don't know if I've ever seen a four hundred dollar one. Maybe back maybe three years ago when no one wanted them before they didn't know how to use them right. Man, early twenty twenty. Yeah. 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 We have one we brought uh, back in January. It's still got a full dish it's got a really good check down the bottom of it yeah still hasn't broken wow i wonder why it's checking it's quartz see like that's quartz is funny like i'm not a quartz worker i'm a boro guy so i always think of quartz i'm like it's like un like it could drop it and break it but as far as it cracking and checking yeah, you know I what i mean dropping it okay so you see how screwed this dish is yeah okay that happened in there so from it being shocked going into the alcohol no, just no. sort of driving and it was in there with this and maybe it a lo- marble. Oh, it lost okay. the battle. Yeah. And it, it oh. took a little spill. Yeah. And when it came out, it was like Just that. Like oh, that. damn. And but nothing I've else broke. For- the other, the Eros didn't break. Yeah. Damn. Well, there's a lot more going on in those Terp Slurpers, I guess. We've say, had a but- Terp Slurper in there with the Eros packed with other yeah. marbles. The one with it the crashing yeah. around. And just fine. It still doesn't just fine. break. Insane. So, I don't know. this is newer. And it's the XL barrel. I don't know if he's doing, you know, thinner walls on it yeah. or not. But. I'll tell you what, dude. I can't make accessories for trip slippers anymore until I have one or there's... Everyone Everyone I sense um, shit to has a different trip slipper, I swear to God. Like, different size or shorter. Oh, so many companies are doing yeah. them now. Or, so. Well, I mean, even from Toro, it seems like they, they, have, they have them from different years, maybe, or whatever. And it's just... Oh, yeah. I've had a couple recent people. I've had to send them new uh, pillars, like the... The little, uh, what do they call them? Do they call them pillars? Yeah, the pillars. pillars. The pills. Uh, the yeah. Pills. yeah, the little pills. I've had to send a couple new ones of those out just because like they're either too tall, or, like hair too tall, or just too short because, you know, how it goes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, I mean it we, sucks, but. <laughs> we compared some, and they are, each one's honestly different. They're, they are yeah. all different. Yeah, even if you got the same mini yeah. 10. But that's because it's like, it's a product that's like, 
it's it's still, it's still even though they're using done. tools and stuff, they're it's still handmade though. This yeah. is a very like limited product that like a it small is. group of people are making together. Like and obviously they're not outsourcing, they're making them in their shop and getting as many out as they possibly can. I hope so. And I'm still I hope so. <laughs> so <laughs> I hope so. All these companies are, are doing them. I, I still hands down think Toro's the best quality. Oh definitely. Even yeah. though I have this sitting in For front sure. Of me, right? But like when you pulled stuff side by side, you just gotta look at welds and inner wall stuff. Correct. Like like um I always recommend people like get the long necks for the RBRs just to protect this. It's more of like it almost from your friends that aren't super educated on how to heat a rig up but um i've had people send me nails from other companies and stuff or other produce people that produce quartz maybe not even american brands they're like i want you to fit the the nail to this or, or i mean fit the the cap to this or fit the piece to this nail and i look at them like man you're gonna spend this much on this piece but like this nail, i can see these welds like one drop and it's gonna pop apart like i can feel the weld mm-hmm. like i feel like just, that's what people been doing with that um those ruby inserts. What yeah, are those? Um, I've never used Adaptex. Adaptex. Yeah. yeah, people are paying like yeah. two grand, two really? and a half grand just for those. Wow. And they're cracking just like that. It takes a lot of care just to a lot of maintenance to keep them happy. Mm-hmm. I think they'll get better over time. Like anything, I bet most products, especially when they're new and there's new applications, like none of this shit's really been tested with throwing hash and heating it, and throwing alcohol, no. or all these different things. So I think over time, all these products can get better. I think the quartz will get better. Just like the glass will keep getting better. The hash will keep getting better. Like Every industry we're, we're just like, to. I think there's a lot of people that like have been in this industry for 30 plus years that think that it's like already like happened or Reached maybe it's, its point. Yeah, it's just point. But to me, I feel like what's happening right now is almost like the test cleansing period before the next big boom and everything. And whoever can make it through this with a company and a foundation will be able to build in the next like golden era when it mm-hmm. just starts going up again. Cause um, I just think this industry is going to be so much bigger than people realize in the next 20, 30 years, as far as like cannabis. And oh yeah. Glass. Just look how far CBD has gone in the last year. Yeah. I just think in, in 30 years, years, there's going to be a lot less people drinking alcohol in 30 years. I think in 30 years, you're going to see that there's going to be more people so. that use like, uh, not even smoking so much, but use like, you know, pills or gummy, tincture, whatever, but they're using cannabis as their supplement or their, you know, whatever they need to keep them stable. Because we're humans, so we all need something to take the edge off. Some people use religion, some people drink enough water and go to bed early. But then there's other people that have to work really hard and deal with life, day-to-day stresses and shit, and uh, we need some stimulants. So I choose caffeine and cannabis, but other people sometimes get uh, hung up on alcohol and other things that maybe deter their growth and their success. Absolutely. So... You know, it's tough. It's a tough gig, though. I mean, like I said, we all need something to take the edge off. The shit is not easy. And like you were saying, when you guys ran all that hash and you had, like, that happen when you did it too quick because of the silicone or whatever on there, like, that shit's, like, so devastating. Like, yeah, because it's a complete waste. Yeah, it's just... You know, I, I, I have standards, and I would never put that out there's there. There's just nothing you can do to make yourself feel better. You have to just sit in it. And then you're like, yeah. okay, I guess we can take a dab and try to just move forward. Because, like, dude, I have day-to-day stuff that, like, goes wrong or, like, stuff with, like, customers or other companies we have things we're working on with and just, like, if I didn't have cannabis, I think I'd be a real asshole. I feel like I would take it out on people that I love. I'd be, like, mad at Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just being real. I think if I didn't have that uh, tool that I would just wouldn't be as functional in this world. Not at all. And I'm, and I'm not scared to admit that shit. I'm not perfect. You don't need to be. Hey, I found a tool that works for me. I'm lucky. Some I would be bad just, for society. Yeah. <laughs> he really would be. I, I would be bad for society. I would definitely would if I didn't have weed. <laughs> I would <laughs> be a mess. Do you have a lighter? Yes, sir. Oh. Um, no, I'm sorry. You can't have that, doggy. Let me grab one. I thought I 
I put one of over here. She's like, I'll take that. I got one here somewhere. Just bust out the torch. <laughs> yeah, I got, oh, here we are. Yeah, we got to smoke some half. See, Chris, Sonia, we just get talking. Yeah, we yeah. Do. What so, you want to try? It's so simple. What you want? You know the lineup. Uh, you want to try the holy let's, bananas? Let's start with the holy bananas, definitely. Start with the holy oh, bananas. Oh, yeah. So, it's definitely heavy on Chiquita banana. It's big, I love sure. Chiquita holy banana. With the Chiquita, uh, crossed with Chiquita banana. I remember when Chiquita banana first came to Colorado, people were so, like, not giving it up yeah because it came from california or whatever like i believe that's where it came from um this had been 2016 17 i don't know i love banana strains it's one of the only fruity flavors in cannabis that like no matter who i give it to they're like whoa banana (laughs) like you can taste the goddamn potassium it's so like just banana yeah like and where other times you give someone strawberry and they'll be like that was grapey and you're like that was the strawberry. Uh, or you'll be like, and they'll be like, oh, this was this. And you're like, no, that was both <laughs> banana. I mean. That's why the flow pretty, it, it, it surprises me. It gives that banana yeah. smell to it. And I've never had flow OG yeah. ever give that. I got some water in mine right now. <coughs> Snap, crackle, pop. Yeah, I had that other, I had that carb cap on there that uh, has water in it. Oh, you just washed it. And I, uh, it, well, I tipped it over and I put it on the nail so a couple of water dripped through the noodles. Yeah, into the nail, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll burn that water out of there. There we Come go. On. Yeah, we're we smoking all solventless today, so any crackling uh, in my nail is moisture right now. <laughs> it is not butane. <laughs> so this is the holy <coughs> banana right here. This, it's just the. the something it else. is very stable, so you might want to get okay. your dab going okay. as soon as you get the torch in. Yeah, yeah this takes a minute to cool down, anyways, because I heat up my nails too hot. Dude, that smells good. Now what's this? Is that that uh, purple Z? That I won't? No, that is the Flo G. Oh, you got Flo in that? Yeah. Damn. Flo kind of has that fruity, musky smell. I fucking love Flo. But it also has, like, some OG in it or something in it that, like, I don't know. It just hits a certain note where it's, like, the, it's one of the most perfect strains. I, it's it's my favorite. I love Flo. Yeah. I, I always talk and tell people stories oh. when I came to Colorado and smoked Flo for the first time. How it just was like one of those things. It was like Flo and SFV were the two strains that have just still to this day the way they were grown when I tried them. Because you know it's always grow and extractor dependent. You can give some grow and extractor the best fucking strain in the world and they can make it taste like garbage. Yeah. But um, for me, whatever I smoked was just done so well and it just like imprinted on me. It's like a memory of just like terps. The OGs are my favorite, for sure. Solid Less Flow, smooth. SFE. I haven't had a good SFE in probably like five years. Yeah, it's been a while. I've been fine. I, should, I have two of my daughter got here. I had so many strains. I spent <laughs> seven years gathering. <coughs> I just let them all die. Yeah. I had, all, I had like all green dot stuff. My like his strawberry banana, his <coughs> SFE, his... Their peach cushion, though, I, I definitely want. Yeah. Wow, that, like that is one. so flow heavy. Got an ashtray. Um, yeah, you can even ash on the floor, dude. We got a vacuum, so it's a concrete garage, though. So get a little wild out here with the ash. Um, wow, that is so smooth and clean tasting, though. Like, there is not. I'm not. All I'm tasting is flow terps, and like any sort of like burning plant material I'm tasting is being complimented by it. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you yeah. know, some strange you smoke and you're like, tastes like fruit, but burnt plant with fruit. Yeah. 
then there's certain OGs you smoke where that burning plant material almost gives you a background undertones of pastries and just like mm-hmm. warm. I don't even I feel like the turps just kind of coat your mouth. Exactly. So by the time you're done inhaling, all you still taste are. All I'm tasting is flow still. That is wonderful. Wow. Man, I'm, I was so excited to do this podcast because, like, first of all, we always have great conversations, but also, too, like, I'm so grateful to be able to enjoy your guys' hard work because um, you guys put so much love into your material and everything. And uh, I'm going to take a little bigger one than that. Hey, sweet. Yeah, it's snappy. I like Let me it. try. It's a lot I of like late it. nights, but... It is, but it's worth it. I love. The I always tell thing people like, what us? else is there to do? Like, and like, especially right now, like, especially just right focus now. on your craft. Oh, it's hey, really yeah. there. It's coming in with the There's joint. all to do. A double time. <laughs> Figure out what you like to do and perfect it. It's that, and obviously, like you were saying, Sonia, it's like this time. Like, obviously, everyone's kind of stuck. It's a weird time, so this is a great time to grind. But um, also, too, I look at people and like, what else is there to do? I watch my parents work their whole lives have parties on every holiday, entertain all these friends, celebrate everybody's birthday at their house, kill themselves, take care of everyone. And now I'm seeing my parents suffering and not one of those people is there for them to help them and stuff. So I'm like, you guys, I feel like people are better off like grinding hard, working hard and focusing on yourself and your loved ones and the people that are friends and stuff will come into your life. You don't have to sit there and like try to make everyone happy and bend over backwards for everyone because what will happen by the end of the day is you will have no money, you'll be tired and you won't be able to generate more capital and there's not gonna be people there to fucking help you. So that's one thing with me, like that's my introvert point of view when I'm like, I work super hard and keep to myself for the most part. Like I have a, I have a small circle of people I talk to, like you guys and then like Cormac and a couple other people, but um, I keep it small because I feel like when I first moved to Colorado, I spent six months just trying to meet, make, make friends and I was every day I was out just driving around meeting people and all of a sudden I was like, wait, I have no money left. I spent all my money just session and partying and buying yeah. hash and buying the next piece and then I was like oh fuck what happened like and I was just trying to like fit into a, a group I feel like when I first moved here but yeah this year is a year of grinding and focusing and I think that um I think that anyone that's willing to look at this year like that they can find the light at the end of the tunnel if they're willing to just keep their head down and find something to focus on even if they're not making money from it just Find something to work hard towards. Absolutely. All right, let's try this so out. So close to the new year, let's pull through it and exactly, hit 2021 dude. with a bang. We're going to try. <laughs> Unless she comes back and kicks our ass. <laughs> yeah. Let's we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> 2021 might be a tough one, too, but it could get better. Yeah. They say 2020 was such a bitch, that's why they named it twice. Yeah, yeah. exactly, right? Whoa. Nice stuff. Yes. Wow. That is just like, <coughs> there's a few different types of banana turps and cannabis. <coughs> banana bread, <coughs> fresh banana, and then banana candy runs. That is like <coughs> a fresh, real banana. I'm tasting like, like, like a real authentic banana flavor, not like the candy banana, not the banana bread, but that's like straight bananas. Yeah. It's funny that you say that because we originally wanted to name it Bananas from Mexico. Bananas from Mexico. Yeah. I love it. Because <laughs> it tastes like just a straight like banana from Mexico. That's yeah. what it tastes yeah. like. It's so good. Someday, hopefully, we have the technology for smell vision or something so that everybody watching can also appreciate Enjoy these terps and all this hard work put in. Because half the time, at least for really big hash heads, we're not smoking all this hash and like looking for all this hash because we're trying to get high or we're chasing a high. 
we're chasing terps and flavors. We're chasing Absolutely. we're chasing variety. We're cha- oh, yeah. we're chasing like when I look at cannabis strains, I look at them like like Pokemon cards. Like sometimes you just open a pack of seeds and you get that like rare card in there, that rare seed, that rare genetic, that holographic, that terpiest one, and it's just like. That's what I look for when I'm like finding different hash and buying stuff. I'm trying to find all these different terp profiles and taste them all because it's just like, that's one of the fun things about being human is the ability to taste all these different flavors and experience them. Because it's not just the flavor, but it's the cerebral effect of how the flavor reacts yeah. and what your body reminds you of. I smoke certain things and it reminds me of something being a kid. Mm-hmm. Like a certain flavor or something. Or There's strawberry this, uh, bananas, always. For sure. Maybe about three years ago, we came out here we didn't live here by then, um, and we found this bubblegum distillate. Yeah, yeah. best oh. ever. <laughs> searching, good. still from, searching it was from for Newview. I remember exactly where we got it to, or we got it from. And when we went back, it was all sold out, so we couldn't have any more. Yeah, it was a one-time thing, um, and I know it was fake turf. Yeah, because you know, it was a distillate, but still. Yeah, it was, but three years ago, you're like, fuck it, like I'm smoking something that tastes this good. When you're coming from a state where it's illegal, yeah. the fact that it tastes like anything, you're like, whoa, bro, this is crazy. Like anything the, new is 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 great. Dude, I remember the first time I tried strawberry banana, like from Green Dot when they dropped it for the first time. I was waiting at Kind Love two hours in line, Jeez. sitting there, like, like, and we finally get it. They let us buy two grams because me and my wife can each get a gram, so we're allowed to get two. With only one gram per person, <coughs> we two hours for this shit. Get home and smoke it, and I'm like, I immediately fucking DM Green Dot, and I was like, dude, you don't know me, I'm sure this is, you get the shell time, I was like, but I smoked the strawberry bananas, I really need this, I ended up doing like, a trade with them for some glass, and really? a bunch of genetics, that's how I got them back in the day, and but man, the strawberry banana was one of the ones that completely changed my perspective on terpene profiles and cannabis, because when I found out that was like a natural one, I was like, this isn't real, like, this tastes like strawberry banana smoothie. I was like, I could smoke this all day. Like, I would smoke it, it's not even to get high. Like, I'm just wanted to taste the turps. Like, my mouth was watering. It had such good, real flavor that it literally, if you didn't have any food in your stomach, it would flip your stomach because you would trick your body into thinking you were eating, but there was no calories going into you. Because your body would be like, we just had strawberries and bananas, but uh, actually, nothing happened. So there's no <laughs> calories, and now your stomach's just grumbling. Yeah. And it's, you're not, it's not grumbling from the munchies. It's because it's, you're tricking yourself because the terpenes are so authentic. That's one of the most magical things about this plant, dude. Like, the first time I tried Super Lemon Haze, I was like, uh, that was the first time I tried anything that was just fruity with weed. And I grew those seeds, and I was like, whoa, like, cannabis can produce the same terpene as a lemon? Like, what other plant out there can mimic all these other plants' special terpenes? A lemon's named after its terpene. Yeah. I mean, that is a species that's identified by what terpene is in it. And there's a cannabis plant that can mimic that terpene. We don't call cannabis plant lemon lemons because they produce a lemon terpene but we have a whole fruit that's identified by that terpene yeah so i'm like the cannabis plant is insane in the fact that it can create all of these different terpenes because it layers certain ones which creates another one it's like colors when you mix two colors together it creates another one you mix two terps together it creates a new one as far as genetically when you blast them together or wash them together it doesn't always do that effect but genetically when you're crossing them it can create some really unique new flavors. So. No, but to take a step back, when you wash them together, you get the best of both worlds yeah. because you're growing both plants to the best that best you could. Best terpene, and then you're mixing them. And then them. you're mixing them together. Oh, that makes so much sense. You got some mixed stuff out here, don't you? Yeah. We got some. Speaking of. This right here. Oh, look at the color on that. That's a uh, grape pie and purple Skittles. Purple grape Skittles. Grape pie and purple Skittles. 
Wow. This, you know, this is the shit where it's like, I don't know. I never thought I'd be able to smoke at this level. You know what I mean? I was like, there was times where I just used to watch YouTube videos of people melting really high and solventless on a glass plate. And I'd be like, someday they'll melt on a nail and I'll smoke it. But like, nowadays actually being able to enjoy this level of solventless and just like, I don't know. It's surreal for me just because I've always been such a uh, collector and fascinated with the turps and glass and everything. And this is just like the Mecca stuff is beautiful. That, Thank you. That turp profile is so great. I smell purple, tons of it, but there's other stuff in there too. There's like layers. Sweet. What's up everybody? And we are back. Uh, we just had to use the bathroom real quick and do a couple stretches some yoga on the ground. We are feeling better and ready to go. Uh, so I was just about to take a dab of this purple Z, which is the, what's it again? The purple Skittles and, and grape pie. Grape pie. I feel like I'm smelling that grape pie in there, like whatever the pie like is. And well, because you can see between the two, which one you're smelling more of. That's oh, because you have them separated? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is still so fresh. It's not giving off much of a scent yet. And that's oh, I'm smelling that pie in there, dude. That shit's got some crazy, crazy terpenes. Let me warm this up, get my pearls out. Dude, actually, I don't know. I'm scared of terp slurpers. I'm still rocking they, the pearls. Out. You're going to be so me. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah, Cormac it's and Brandon. It's only a half slurp. It's only a half slurp. Yeah. full slurp. Yeah, you can't do full slurps on this one. <laughs> so you shouldn't be that scared of yeah. the half slurp. You ready? I'll heat you up on this bad Sweet, boy. yeah, dude. I'll definitely take a turp slip that way. Then it really won't make sense. That's the one thing with getting high and, like, talking, especially if I'm by myself trying to create conversation <laughs> when I'm by myself and high. I'm like, what's happening? Like, trying to remember what the fuck I'm talking about, where I'm going with my point. Just keep conversation going. Yeah. By yourself. Exactly. It's, it's a fucking challenge. But honestly, like, I love doing this podcast because I'm able to remember things I've done. I work so much and I'm so focused on what my next thing is that I never look back at the things I've done. And when I do this podcast, I try to bring up things that have happened or reminisce on things or accomplishments or hard things I've done in life. And it reminds me of everything I have done and trying to you go back and watch the podcasts. Um, I watch, I watch them to make sure they're like, you know, we're all good. All everything's looking smooth. And, but at the same time, it's like, after I do the podcast and I go inside and talk to my wife, I'll be like, man, I totally forgot we did this. Do you remember we did this, this, and this? Or, you know, it just kind of like gives me a chance to sit down and remember things because I'm not so focused on what I'm trying to get to or my next goal. My goal with this is to just sit here and talk and smoke and try to slow down for a minute because I'm always going. Mm, we're going to throw the matching berry on top. I love it. The homie berry glass. Is he clean? Berry the Hulk. Used it. Berry Coleman. Uh, Barry the Rock Johnson. Barry the Rock Johnson. He's getting there. He's a big boy swole. Yeah, but we got to tell him. He's got to start working on the legs. The legs? Yeah. Is he doing just mostly upper? Yeah. yeah. He's getting pretty big. They're the one of the things with legs, though, is with building, like, good, like, at least with my trainer, what she tells me is, like, the legs are a long, slow, grueling process. Actually building them up, because you can get big oh, ass and big hips, but getting the caps and everything and all that, that built up. Yeah, dude, I got no ass. That's what my tra- my, ready. my trainer's trying to protect my lower back as I get older. So trying to fuck yeah, me. he's still young though. He yeah. can do it. He can take those. He, he was dude. talking about how much he eats. It's insane. Oh, oh I, I'm proud of him, dude. He's fucking it's, absolutely. Oh, for I'm sure. very very it's proud insane. of him. Insane. I can't believe he's some come of the a long people way. who do this professionally. I couldn't do it. What the fuck? 
<laughs> what? It's a half slur, bro. <laughs> Flavor is really something. That is a. Oh my god, it tastes like so many things. Man, Grape, obviously, but. Dude. Have you ever had. Almost speechless. Have you ever had Necco wafers? No. I don't oh, think I they have. are real old and they're terrible, but this tastes great. But a Necco wafer, it's like a sleeve of these coin looking things that are multicolored. And it just says Necco wafer on it. And they're like these powder disc candy things like melt in your mouth from back in the day. I don't know, but there's a turp profile at the end of that that gives off heavy, heavy green Necco wafer flavor. Hmm. Oh my God. But the, the THC in it, oh, it's really something too. Because <laughs> it is really hitting me. Holy cow, that is really amazing. I love this. It's mostly the combo of the... The rig and the slurper, man, just dude, kills you. Dude, it's really, well, it was super smooth. Like, I'm not, like, coughing my brains out. It was just overwhelming with the terps and the flavor. Yeah. Because I think sometimes you really can't even get the full terpene profile of something unless you take a big dab of it. Like, you have to be, like, overwhelmed by it so that your senses are just soaked with that terp. Here's this so you can clean your nail. Your, your half slurp. Half yeah, slurp. Wow. Yeah, it's still full slurp. <laughs> that was insane. Yeah. That's probably why. That's Crazy. It's so cool, cool to see like where people are like getting like genetics and like harnessing these terpenes because oh. I feel like there's been good genetics for a long ass time, like ever. But like actual terpene preservation and extracting them properly is, I feel like, been one of the biggest hurdles for the uh, obviously the extract industry because you're always trying to strive for better terpene preservation. But dude, five years ago, I mean, we're talking astronomical changes in quality. Oh, absolutely. Like, do you, like, do you remember, like, like, what got you into solventless? Was it just the natural progression of the industry, like, that being the next step, or? No, I've smoked so much BHO. Yeah. And I noticed that it was just taking a toll on me. Yeah. As as soon as I tasted solventless, I knew that that was the way to go. Definitely, yeah. And I never looked back. Dude. Yeah, similar for me. I still smoke BHO, I mean, weekly, but, like, I try to smoke mostly solventless, and it's just because I like the way the terps on solventless are more because it tastes more like weed. Like it tastes like I'm smoking concentrated weed. When whereas when you smoke a hydrocarbon extract or BHO or whatever, <clears throat> it's almost like smoking something that's distillate because the terpenes are so concentrated in a way that it's like this is crazy. It doesn't taste natural. Like the first time mm-hmm. I smoked that strawberry banana from Green Dot, it was like crazy unnatural. But if you smoke strawberry banana rosin, it has that same amazing terpene. Mm-hmm. But you also have that special thing in there, which maybe is just like some lipids or some sort of fats that you that you it cook off be. or something. I don't know. Like Because uh, if it is, it's very minimal. Oh, very, obviously. But when you smoke as much hash as we do and try as many different flavors, it all becomes about those minimal and minor things that make it better. Because at this level, a lot there's a lot of good shit out there. So it requires like really refinement of each, you know, different technique and growing all the way from the genetics. You know, it's so much more than extracting. Remember back in the day, people would just bring friends of mine that extracted material and be like, give me gold. And it's like, you gave me a bunch of PM covered fucking, like, what do you think? What do you, oh, it's going to be brown. Like you let this shit go for too long. Like you, like you that's, sprayed it, you sprayed it, whatever. Like there's something. Yeah. <coughs> that's why it's such a, 
even being an extractor does that outsourcing shit. That's a brutal game too. I've seen a lot of friendships. A lot of friendships get crushed from oh, just oh, yeah, yield sure. splits or like you know it's good for the first three grows and everyone's happy and all of a sudden the fourth grow the world's ending and no one talks anymore and all the vacations are canceled and it's just <laughs> fucking it's crazy man that's why it's uh it was what i wanted to do but i ended up in glass which i love glass but i think i'm definitely supposed to be here because i think i'm too sensitive to be a fucking grower and extractor because i think it's just a a tough gig because you really i mean it's hard you guys know Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, just here locally in the last two years, there's probably been a handful of other extractors that have popped up. Oh, yeah. And they're doing it pretty well. Yeah. You know? So. But we each have our own tarps. Yeah, we and each have our own That's what separates it at separations. the end of the day, you know? It's genetics. Especially with connoisseurs. Definitely. Is At the end of the day, it's just, oh, what tarps do you have? Mm -hmm. Those are the tarps 100%. I'm looking for. Yeah, that's, at the end of the day, that's what we're hunting at that level. And then it's funny, it's such a small group of us out there, even though it seems like there's a lot of us. The people that are at that level of like terps and collecting hash and hunting down terpenes is so small because it's an even smaller group within this whole cannabis industry. So if you look at the cannabis industry, for example, if you take 100% of the people that smoke weed, maybe 5% of them know about pipes. And then only like 2% of them know about pipes that cost more than $1,000. Yeah. Like it's such a small sure. group. And then it's an even smaller group that actually buy them. And then, then now we're talking the hash. So that's true. now the people that actually buy nice hash, that's a small group. Then people that are looking for specific terpenes, that is such a small group. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it's our circle in Colorado and parts of California because... It's the same people that are buying, you know, those specific beers, those craft yeah, micro exactly. brews, you know. They're chasing on the terps. That's what those beers are. People yeah, have been terps, doing that for years with terps. wine, you know. <coughs> with cigars, people do that. Everything's terps, so yeah. It's all terps. That's what humans have been going after for since we got here. We had taste buds. We tasted something better that tasted like tasted better than the last thing we mm -hmm. ate, and we're like, "Fuck, whoa!" It can get better, and then we were hunting down terps at that point. Sure. Which animal tastes better? Which fruit tastes better? Yeah. Well, that's a new category. We're no that, longer. That's why I always said. I said. I said. We are now terp hunters. Yeah, exactly. We're terp hunters. Terpivores. Terpivores. I called myself a terp yeah. farmer back in the day. People were like, "Oh, you grow? You're a grower? I'm a terp farmer now." Farm terps. No, I farm terps. If I was, if I was. A grower that was trying to grow vegetable material, I'd have a bunch of Gorilla Glue 4 and Blue Dream. But I'm a terp farmer, so I have very different bud structures that are better for Please. terpenes. Thank you, sir. So, but yeah, there's a. My point is, it's just very small connoisseur groups, and as the more we share this industry and this lifestyle with people, the bigger that group's gonna get, and then that's gonna open up more opportunity for ash makers like yourself to like keep expanding and broadening and be able to even hunt crazier terps and new techniques and all that stuff it takes you know it takes people understanding why it's so much better you know we have to educate people but in a way that doesn't come off egotistical so i find the best way is just talking and smoking weed with people yeah because half the sure. shit i learn is just conversations i listen absolutely. to absolutely so for sure. it's the stuff i actually absorb anyways what i like most about smoking hash is i used to be a heavy heavy weed smoker just smoking flour constantly. Yeah. This, you get more flavor off of it. You always get that tree burning kind of yeah. taste, like how you were saying earlier with the joint. And then I don't go around smelling like weed, too. 
Which yeah. is always great. You can go to that, the bank and exactly. get a loan stone. And honestly, if you don't take too many, your eyes don't really get red. Yeah. Like, you can keep them pretty. You can stay looking pretty. <laughs> incognito. It's, it's, yeah, it's a very clean, incognito way. But I've <coughs> talked about it in other podcasts how, like, taking dabs to the uneducated person is way more. Un- it's like the most unattractive way oh, to yeah. smoke weed. <coughs> oh, they, yeah. They'll George. see you smoke a joint, they don't think too much about it. They're like, whatever. But they see what they he was torch and like melting shit. They're like, oh my god, he's doing crack. Like it's like they titanium don't titanium. Yeah, they don't get it. But um, but that's all part of what I was just saying. Going back to kind of just educating people and just showing them different ways of doing things. And um, I don't know. There's this is just a super scientific, refined way of doing something that humans have done for ten thousand plus years, and that's vaporize organic plant material. To gain some sort of medicinal or spiritual effect. Or whatever, recreational, whatever your deal is. And even recreational can be medicinal too, because having fun, enjoying yourself is medicine. I mean, Absolutely. it's just like trying to find happiness. That's medicine to the soul. <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so, but yeah, so like we look at this crazy things now, and people are really unattracted to, to how we do it with heating up with the nails if they don't know about it. But really, it's just a super futuristic scientific way of vaporizing these plant materials in the cleanest, tastiest way we've figured out so far. I would say tastiest, maybe not cleanest. I, I don't know anything. I'm not a scientist. I don't know how clean shit is, but I'll tell you what, the flavor and how smooth, the way I smoke now with like everything tempt right and I smoke like solventless from you guys and it's just like everything is just just so much more pleasant of experience than it was like 10 years ago mm-hmm. when it was if, sure. it's, if, it's, if it ain't nails. red it ain't ready you know, yeah, it's fucking red <laughs> going in on yeah, time like, oh, it's not red heated up again dude. Oh, you took too long you I took too do long this all over. taking yeah. hot knives fucking hash dabs oh, over man. the stove through toilet paper rolls we've come some ways I know dude and it's weird I'm like I'm 30 now but like I'm still super young but oh, I'm starting to become the old guy you know with some of that stuff yeah like even with me, the way me and my wife met, we met on MySpace. It's so weird. It's like a real... We grew up as computers were starting to become a thing. Like, my daughter's born and computers are already so far. Mm-hmm. She was also born in Weed's Legal. So my daughter's whole life, she's always gonna, it's always been legal since she was born. She won't she'll know any different. She'll never know. Yeah. yeah. For me, like, she'll never know. What's sitting, it's like sitting in a Wegmans parking lot for two hours waiting for your dealer to get their Wegmans as a grocery store. Um, <laughs> but sitting in a parking lot for Perfect. two hours... And waiting for your dealer to get there. And he's like, I'm almost there. I'm almost there. I'm like, bro, you've almost been here for an hour and a half. Like, I'm in the same parking lot. We always meet. And, like, it's 10 minutes from your house. Can I just come to your house? Like, <laughs> I know where you live. Come on, bro. But, Is yeah. that big of a deal? And having anxiety because there's, like, the cop that sits at the fucking the grocery store is seeing you just sitting there with your lights on for the last hour and a half. And yeah. you're like, he knows I'm high. He knows I'm getting drugs. He knows exactly <laughs> like, what I'm doing. That means. He knows everything about me. They're like, going to know. Yeah. Like, my daughter <laughs> hopefully won't have to grow up with that. Hopefully she's, it's just like super normalized and just always been legal. And we just tell stories about back in my day, it was illegal. And then the kids are like, okay. Oh, we're going to yeah. be those whole yeah, people exactly. now. Yeah, exactly. And that's where we're headed. But that's yeah. okay. Yeah, I'm okay um, with that. But yeah, it's just like, it's so trippy to just see how much has changed. Like when I first started getting into glass and everything, and when I was 20 years old, even when this was before glass, when I was 20 years old, my wife was a graduate from college. She was doing good. I was a huge loser. And she was like, basically like, we got to figure something out or else like... You know, like, what are we doing here? Like, we were living in a shitty house in upstate New York. And I was like, don't worry, honey, in five years, we'll be in a nice house. We'll have cars. We'll, do, we'll be, like, living. She's like, how the fuck are we going to do that, Evan? And literally, like, 
three years later, I started pulling glass. And two years after that, we bought our house in Colorado. We moved from New York and bought a house in Colorado two years after starting blowing glass. Mm-hmm. Like, so I, I just told her these things. I was basically saying things. I was like, hope this works out because I just told her it's going to work out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I'm, I'm grateful and lucky that it has. But it's crazy how much, like, this industry, like, can do for people. And it's an industry people know, no one even knows about. Like, my mom's friends and stuff, they don't realize that people make a living, like, extracting terpenes and blowing glass. Like, what? They don't know anything about that. They have no idea. But yet, we have this huge industry that we all take care of our families and loved ones and our animals and, you know, make lives for ourselves with. It's just wild. I feel like it's like the last American dream is the cannabis industry. <laughs> you know, we're doing it with our hands. We're yeah. just fucking making it work. Everything else is a dying dream now. Yeah, ain't it? It really is. Yeah. See, with enough weed, anything is, even the shittiest times are pretty all right. Like, I one time I didn't have power, though. I didn't have weed, and I couldn't watch The Office or anything that calms me down, and I, I was a real asshole. So I'm like, I need this shit to keep me calm, <laughs> or else I'm a dick, because I don't want to be that way. Well, the hash has gotten me super stoned, but I feel like we're just getting started on some flavors here. Oh, yeah. At least. yeah I, mean, I know you guys have tried through. everything. So I've tried the holy banana. I've tried the purple Z purple pie. Um, what's this guy right here? Was this the? It's unmarked. Um, that's probably grape pie. Just by grape itself. pie. Oh yeah, because these were but the two that I have that, that one already cured out. Oh yeah, this is the one you showed me that you said it was like. Oh my of, favorite. Yeah, how, how you did it? Yeah, it's in Whoa. between. It's almost like a sugary consistency. Wow. I'm going to have to lay down after this podcast. This hash is real. Usually only take like <laughs> one dab of your stuff every few hours because it's like so strong. But, you know, it's a podcast same. and all these terps are here. So, yes, yeah, same. Just got to go in. Yeah. Just got to go in. Got to make it happen. All right. Get into this. And, um, wow, I'm still trying to just figure out what I'm doing. This is the moment where I'm like, dude, you're so stoned. Like, and you're still trying to keep it together and act like you're not stoned. It's, it's so hard. I'm though. just getting high. <laughs> no, that's why after these podcasts, I usually have to lay down because the amount of energy I use just trying to not look as high as I felt like just sapped me for at least like, <laughs> an hour. Like I'm, I get rocked from it. It's not just the amount of THC. It's the amount of brain power I'm using to keep the fucking together. All right, so <clears throat> one more time. This is great pie. Great pie. Okay. Wow, it's like a, like, I'm smelling like a, a real, like, candy, candied grape. Like, almost like, like something. Like a soured candy. Yeah, like almost something. Sour grape. It's reminding me of something I've eaten before. Like, it, it smells like a candy I've had before. Maybe like, um, I don't know, yeah, like a sour grapes. It's like almost like that, that, like, fun dip or something, that fucking mm. purple. Really? I don't know. I ate a lot of candy as a kid. I had a lot of teeth problems. She's like, let me see that real quick. <laughs> Fun dip, huh? I don't even know. Fun there's, dip, you say. Just like, I can see how you there's, can Or there's just like some sort of grape. Maybe it's a grape Kool-Aid pack. There's something I'm smelling there that I've smelled, but it's like a powdered grape candy For thing. Sure. Terps. It's just yeah, so fun. Okay. I've never looked I at it that way. <laughs> most yeah. of the grape pie I'm horrible gets me with too, the uh, describing terps. Too anxious. <laughs> I just, I, I over-romanticize terps as well. Like, I'll talk to my dad about terps, and then he'll be like, okay, can we get high now? Like, he's like, I just, just give me a dab. And I'll give it to him, and I'll be, and I'll be waiting. Like, like, you know when, like, you make someone a dinner, and they take the first bite, and you're like... Oh, did you like it? Tell me about how it tastes. And do you do you enjoy it? Like that's how I feel. And he's like, 
He's like, yeah, it was good. Um, Dab is a dab. Can I have another one? Because I want to get like really stoned. Like, and I'm like, but what about the Terps? He's like, yeah, it tastes good. What do you want? Yeah, I mean, what else do you want from me, man? Yeah, like, that's my dad. He's like, it tastes good. And then like, he'll watch this and he'll be like, I don't do that. He's like, I appreciate the flavors. And I'm like, no, you don't. You don't. You just want to get stoned. Your dad sounds like me. No, he's fun. <laughs> I love him. He's just the best. Get stoned. No, oh, I do shit. appreciate the flavors. I just, I, I suck at describing This is your dab right here, dude. I think you gotta take um, that. What was left on that? What did I take? What was left? That looks like a dab. Full dab. It was like half cold, so I couldn't oh, go okay. in on the whole thing. All right, well then, should uh, I just smoke it? Or yeah, put go a dab on the other side? That is the monkey fruit. Oh, I'm definitely smoking that. We'll just do two, just two. <laughs> Let's do two dabs, Let's bro. Smoke it then. Let's do two dabs. Monkey fruit, you say. It is what it is. It is you what it is. I do have another dabber. It is potentially covered in That's resin okay. from cleaning out a bowl. Oh, um, and it would be... Uh, fuck, where would it be? This is great. This is me looking for stuff. Too stoned to look for stuff. It might be over in my... I'm like, no, it's not over there. Nah, it's all the way. Yeah, here. I'll, let me get this dab in there real it's quick. It's my fault. I left my dabber at home. Dude, I hey, I typically leave my nails, so... Yeah, <laughs> this is a good day. It's a good day. <laughs> so, like, do you guys have any like big strains that you're excited to pheno hunt in 2021? Pheno hunt, yeah, I got some that we're really excited that we're coming up that we don't have to hunt. We got as clones. And oh, awesome! Supposed some dumpers. So awesome! We're about to put them in production and see how well they do. Um, there's GMO, CrossFit, Strawberry Banana from 14er. Cool. And then we have GMO, CrossFit, Mac 1. And that is Max Cut. Nice. And then we have uh, Burberry, which is Watermelon Skittles crossed to uh, Wedding Cake. Awesome. So you're going like, that GMO is going to throw some funk in oh, both yeah. the Mac and mm-hmm. uh, what was the other one? Strawberry Banana. Strawberry Banana. Ooh, that's going to be weird. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that's going to be wild. And then... Uh, did we just get um platinum jelly breath oh wow i've never even heard of that yeah i used to grow platinum cookies back in the day i've never heard of it either i have to actually contact a dude and find out the lineage again i forget do you guys know why hazes don't wash well i don't but i really wish they did <laughs> don't you that's one thing no, one nobody's talking about it why don't hazes wash well because I used to have this ghost drain haze that was the fire. It would resin up so much, so greasy. And after talking to you earlier in the podcast about how, like, you guys took the holy banana and cured it, a short cure before you extracted it, I wonder if that's a similar formula that should be used on hazes to get optimum yields because maybe they're so greasy with tiny, t- or with, I feel like the heads are tiny, but that means they would fall through the microns quicker. So they might fall all the way through them. Yeah. <laughs> That might be what's going on. Because when I look at hazes, at least the ones I really enjoy, like Moonshine Haze, Ghost Train Haze, um, Super Lemon actually has pretty big heads, at least the cuts I grew, that most of the good hazes I like have these like tons of tiny heads, and they're super greasy. So maybe it's the size of the head and the mm-hmm. t- like what the and grease is greasy, doing. Because yeah. hazes just, they smell so crazy, they're so good, but man, they don't pull like anything. So back when you were washing, did you pull certain bags? Um, dude... I'm not that good at it. I did it, and I got some decent hash, but it was more like colors. It'd be like my 120, and then like my 90, and then what was the other one? Like my 60? I don't even know. So you did pull different Yeah, yeah, I definitely did. And I have like 
ice tra- ice extraction equipments bubble bag system it's like a 15 bag system or whatever but i've, I've just I've never used it but i did like bho extracts i did a little bit of everything but it was all just like at home like yeah. in my own little just playing around with it yeah well, yeah because yeah, there was nowhere to fucking get it um i need a piece of paper towel here you go oh sweet I like to wipe off my pearls before I throw them in the nail so they don't fucking get everything all, you know. It's weird. They'll, like, turn the nail, like, black for a second from the alcohol mm-hmm. and, like, a little bit of, like, resin that's coated it from the alcohol. Yeah. This still, you have to have, like, a dirty dunk and then a clean dunk. A clean dunk. dunk. Yeah, I got my clean dunk to right here jazz. for, like, actually, like, cleaning the yeah, nail. But still, like, I ruin nails so fast, and it's because I'm a glass blower. It's just the way we are with, at least, I think a lot of the guys I've interacted with, it's the way that we are. We're just working, going, we're heating stuff up. Like, we're not sitting there doing the whole ritual of cleaning everything perfectly. But that could just be me. You know, that's pretty opinion-based thing. A lot thing. of the time, I just really don't care. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's what it is. I keep it pretty damn clean. I mean, like, obviously, they're not pretty good looking. <laughs> But honestly, yeah. as soon as it no, broke, yeah, I, I cared not to clean yeah. it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> so it I is mean, what it is. But it's broken. You're like, fuck it. Whatever it is. It'd what actually it is. be funnier if you Less kept than it a week. Super clean. Super like, clean and pristine. You're like cleaning it perfect. It's just all broken. I tried, <laughs> like, but he jazzes. Yeah. Because it was so me, hot. honestly, after it broke. I, I, yeah, I like, stopped. Chris has big dabs, though. I mean, I've seen him put turf servers to work where I'm scared. I'm like, is he going to be okay? Like, that's a lot of concentrated weeds. You're good at it. But honestly, since I've been means. working out, it's not, it's not something to be proud of. <laughs> Dude, no. Not. Let me tell you what. We were talking about Matt Barry working out and how he's just, he can easily take down dabs now. And since I've been working with my trainer, I easily take down bigger dabs now. Like all my really? dab videos, I've even been having some of the people be like, Dude, you're getting better at taking your dabs now. You can actually get a couple. Lung capacity. You know, yeah. Huh. It's literally from cardio. Just like you're moving around a little bit, you know? It's. So that means I could probably take bigger dips. Is that actually? Dude, that's what I'm saying. You're, mate, you're you're fit, bro. You, no, you're, you're like you're secretly fit though. I'm super lazy. <laughs> nah, I've just dude. trained my lungs for a long nah, you, time. You, you work hard at what you do. You fucking like being a grower is like an extract. That's an all night, all day job. I mean, taking care of plants like you're like a pulling a bags. Servant to them. Yeah, that's not. It it, it, it it does take some work. Like doing saltless well is pretty back breaking, especially if you do a day of it. It's usually better to break that shit up over a week. Though. It's yeah. not the same. It's not the same, no. I want to. It's a dream of mine, but I want But I just can't. Work there's out. no way. I not can't right eat that now. Much. Yeah, there's no way. Oh, no. I could never eat that much. My trainer doesn't even care what I eat. Like, well, she wants me to eat good, but she's, like, not, like, drink protein shakes or anything. She just wants me, like, working out with her. But we're doing a bodybuilding-like thing. Um, but, yeah, to actually be a bodybuilder, like, you need to eat a massive amount of calories in order to build that muscle. Especially to build it at the rate most of these guys are trying. They're not trying to spend... No, you know they like want to see some results in the first year. Yeah. Like they want to be like, they want to be like, whoa, I look really different from my first year. Look where I can achieve. Like, you know, so like I think if you didn't didn't eat like that, you just it would be very slow grind. It like, is. You know, it might take you ten years to get to the, your mm-hmm. your body that you want. Like, Man, I'm not I'm not that invested in that right now, dude. But yeah, right now. So that you always have to clarify right now because dude, shit changes. Like you might get to a point where you have the time where you're like, man, I I have time right now instead of just sitting around. I think I'm just gonna start doing this, like. You know, it's it's all about just being different. Almost tempted with my wrist. That's how baked I am, dude. Maybe. We'll, uh, oh, she is. Maybe we'll see how 2021. Maybe that'll be my resolution. And yeah, dude. I actually start working out again. It's easier to work out and enjoy it and focus on it, though, if um, your plants are happy and doing good, though. Like, if you're having, like, you don't want to spread yourself too thin and then have, like, 
the garden or the lab suffer because of like at least that's always been my thought i'm at a point right now where i'm like okay like i kind of have some time to work out i'm not making excuses to not work out either but i'm on your team while you're not <laughs> that's my point i'm on your team that you're not working out right now i'm yeah. like bro you're, if you're doing a bunch of shit like what can you do i'm not trying to make excuses but can't do everything you're right you don't want to spread yourself too thin. I've done it, and it sucks. You get into really shitty places, and then you have to dig yourself out. And some people can't dig themselves out. They get stuck in ruts and stay there. That's uh, It's a slow grind. Uh, I've seen, I've had friends and family members seen it. They get stuck in, like, little ruts and stuff, and then and they just have a hard time getting out of it. And I'm like, you just got to keep pushing. It's fucking hard. Everything's hard. Oh, I'm going to get too high. I can uh. see this. Whoa, where are you going, Torch? We're just so used to that instant gratification. Things yeah. loading quickly. Oh, I live on that shit. Yeah. I talked about it a few about, like a few podcasts yeah. ago about how like addicted to my phone and people like likes and stuff like that. I talk about all that shit. But we all got our vices and things we're figuring out. <coughs> wow, that flow. <coughs> and a yeah, monkey. That's such a nice kick on it. Whoa. Just so much flavor. Oh my goodness. The level hash has gotten new. Because <coughs> I've smoked the worst hash. I've smoked. I, I, there was a man walking through the woods years ago when I was at a music festival and he had a mason jar of black goo. And he was like, You want a dab? And he just took the thing out and scooped it out. And I've smoked terrible stuff. Oh God. For just trying to be like the cool kids I saw on YouTube back oh, in the day. Yeah. Um, but now. I wish we could show them that. Show them what? The string that just came out. Oh, dude, we can do some after. Yeah, we can do some post stuff. I just can take a couple videos like up close while you do that and stuff. <laughs> they can throw it in there for the people. Oh, man. Wow. Well, that, uh. <laughs> what was that? Flower monkey or monkey? What's it called again? Monkey, monkey fruit. fruit. Monkey fruit, Jesus. Yeah. I've done a lot of mixes with the Grease Monkey. You have so. to. That's the best. I love Grease Monkey. That's Cookies and Cream crossed with Gorilla Glue 4 mm -hmm. from Exotic Genetics. It's one of those strains that has such a unique profile, terps to it, but it's balanced enough you can, and creamy enough you can put it with almost anything and it just complements it. Yeah. It's a Without great a like neutral flavor to add to stuff. It's that Cookies and Cream in there. Yeah, that Cookies and Cream just gives a great, warm, sweet, creamy undertone. Mm -hmm. And then you get the, the yields and the chocolate tones from the Gorilla Glue 4. Um, wow, Gorilla Goo. Gorilla Goo. Didn't even say the L. Can't. Too high to say L's at this point. Um, I wonder if that's a strain. <laughs> Gorilla Goo? Probably, bro. Goo. Dude, like that. remember Grape Mr. Ape? Magoo and... You guys remember that Grape Ape? That was a hot strain back yeah. in the day. Yeah. There's been so many. Four or five years ago. Oh, yeah. So I did I did just pop some beans, if we're talking about going back to Fino Hunt. I, I got some, some bubblegum Finos in, in my uh, garden. Is it from Bodai? His bubblegum stuff? Or no, Miriam? this one was from Calyx Bros. Calyx Bros. I'm not familiar with them. Yeah, so I'm, I'm interested to see how they do. Hell yeah, dude. I love bubblegum. It's one of those strains that when you pop bubblegum genetics, you have a high chance of getting the banana genetic in there too. Because bubblegums and bananas kind of go it's hand in heavy, hand. Yeah. They it's, have a like similar chart. It's a cross between. I'm hoping it's not too cherry heavy because then, like we talked about, it's gonna be too greasy. greasy. Yeah. I'm not quite sure what their face off is. Yeah. But. Their fa face off, I don't know. I used to know. I used to be so much better about genetics. 
I'm so bad about it now. It's so funny is you don't, if you stop looking at stuff every day and paying attention to it, all of a sudden you notice you like fall off or you lose track of like Real what's quick. cool or what's going on. It's just like posting. If you stop posting for a couple of months, all of a sudden like your account's not relevant. You yeah. can't, like, it's hard to The algorithm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking crazy. Wow, all the hash. It's been so chirpy, I still gotta try this guy right here because I, I just took your fucking monkey fruit dab you need one? but yeah and then I, after this we'll do an intro bro so I can say happy new year and shit to all these guys <laughs> and we're not even going to cut this out so you're going to see it twice <laughs> get it I hope everybody's going to have a happy, happy <coughs> New Year's. I hope they have a happy New Year. A happy or happy? Hashy. A hashy. Happy. A hashy happy. Ha- <laughs> yeah, I'm so hot. <laughs> a hashy happy. No, I just, I, just, I just hope 2021. Yeah, three times fast. And I do too. <laughs> I have faith. I've heard a lot of people that are usually negative Nancys, and I've heard them saying more positive things lately, like referring to back during the... Uh, Spanish flu pandemic of like 1918, 1919. Right after that, they had the roaring like 20s where people were just partying, economy was booming, things were getting wild. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, the Great Depression happened. That's what I was just that. about to say. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, we just don't do that part. Hopefully, yeah. we, hopefully just, we skip that part. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, we have the roaring 20s again because it would be the roaring 20s because yeah. we're going through the 20s again. Um, so maybe we're just in a new era and we're going to have a similar path, but maybe we can uh, avoid the uh, added economic stresses, even though there's currently a lot of them. But what can you do? Not if you own Bitcoin. Not if you own Bitcoin, <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I don't I have a chance I have, to buy in at 200. I, I don't even. I, I never see that stuff and <laughs> get stressed sucks. about it because, like, I have a friend that has it, and I've watched him over the last, like, I think it's like last eight years. There's been points where he's a millionaire from it, and there's points where he like only has like <laughs> thirty grand in Bitcoin, and it's like I'm like that's cool, man. I'm sure that's the future, and I think that that makes more sense than paper currency. I agree with all of it. For I'm sure. not smart enough. I'm gonna make money in my lane, and I'll watch all you guys get rich, and then hopefully you buy a couple pipes. <laughs> hopefully you buy something from it, man. <laughs> yeah, like I I, I, mean, I, I need to stay in my lane. There's you don't like, feel like the uh, the dollar is just gonna. <laughs> Gone away. And this is just gonna go all the crypto. It's just gonna be all crypto. Yeah, maybe. And if that happens, everyone's fucked. I don't care. If I I mean, if we're all like just like this pandemic, like I can't even get upset if we're all on the boat together and we're fucked because we don't need another person running around screaming about what's wrong with them. So if we're all on the boat, I'm like fuck it. Let's figure it out together. If we're all peasants now because the smart people bought the the digital currency and we just kept working hard like peons who whatever shit happens. (laughs) On to the next one, smoke another, and keep going. One foot in front of the other. Pee on. <laughs> like, like, I don't know what to do at this point. I, I play my role. I'm like, this is what I am. I am a very simple person. Got to stay like, in your lane. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I've tried to, I when I was younger, I tried to be other people. I tried to be something I thought I should be, and it's just never worked out. I'm just like, you know what? I like, uh, I like smoking weed, and I like making pipes and that's hopefully I can make enough of a living to take care of my family there because that's what I do yeah if enough people had that reckon like could realize that and let the ego go just a little bit there'd be a lot less turmoil at least with all these difficult times because no matter what our species and our world's going to have difficult times but 
uh, people's emotions and personal agendas make them a lot more difficult. A lot more difficult. Oh my god. Yeah. I'm having a difficult time finding saliva. So it's gonna be interesting to see how we overcome all this. We're going to. That's what we oh, do. I know, I know we will. That's what we I do. Know we will. But I think it's uh I think it's just we got another six hundred coming. Woo. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I wish there was an option that for people that were getting their six hundred that didn't need it, they could sign some part of their thing that it goes to another family. But the government doesn't stick their fingers in it again. Like that full six hundred <coughs> goes to someone else because I think there's a lot of American families out there that they're like, fuck it. If the government's not gonna give people more, you know what? I'm working my ass up. I don't need this. Give mine to someone else. And enough of us could work together to take care of each other if the government's not going to. For sure. But the issue is, if we do something like that, of course some bureaucrat has to get paid. They gotta get their chunk. If you're gonna redistribute that 600, well, now we have some new taxes and things we need to pull oh, out of yeah, there. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden it turns into $280 to spread out between how many people and then nothing gets done and then more of these politicians get richer, unfortunately. We are stuck in this progression until, you know, disclosure of the aliens happens in 180 days. So uh, we just gotta. Let's hope. Finish their eyes. Wonder Let's how see deep it. they are. <laughs> no, I've always thought we we've had aliens in the government. Oh, dude, yeah. Always. Well, man. we are. We are oh, the no. aliens. Well, humans are the aliens. Oh yeah, that too. I mean, we are a form of aliens. Yeah, dude. To so some other aliens. We're just a lost colony, bro. <laughs> you know, we we came to Earth. We forgot our history. We have amnesia. I tell everybody, yeah. I always had the theory, just when I was younger, that we are an alien science experiment. He, oh, for sure. You know, for his, his like eighth grade science project, he made us, uh, or he made the world or something. You know, I think just, about it like this thing, if there was, if there theory. was a species out funny. there with our genetic code, they send out a little, a little genetic bomb and it just flies through space. They send out thousands of them out, millions of them out. They just spread through space until they hit a planet that's wet enough or whatever enough for this little seed to grow. And as it grows, that genetic, like, Mutates. imprint, it finds species on that planet and follows a similar evolutionary path. That's why humans have similar genetics to all these different species on the planet, but we're still different. I think that we didn't fly here on a ship. I think we came here on just a little seed or a comet, and then we grew, and, like, we're just, like, I think our neurons are almost like a, they're almost like a parasite that grows within, like, sentient beings and, you know... I don't know. Smoked a lot of hash today, so that's where we're at. Um, <laughs> okay, okay. So uh, I need uh, I need to try that. Yeah. We're just short of dabber today. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You go ahead. No, no, you're good. Let me Mine's let me grab let me grab another dab real quick. We're almost done, anyways. We've been crushing. We just it's been a good conversation. Oh, we're killing time. Whip. There's the dabber. We got one. Oh, man. We good. I need to keep my feet on the ground. Not a piece over. Or consciousness, like maybe species like humans, we're just antennas for consciousness. So like once we reach this level of brain power, we're able to receive the consciousness that's actually just like a radio signal throughout the universe. And different consciousness is going to different beings and living that body for that amount of time. Who knows? There's a lot of different shit that you can romanticize and make up that sounds better than we just live and die. Yeah. As humans, we got to do that shit to get through the day-to-days, though, because if we realize our actual reality, we would really go insane because we know our own mortality. It's crazy shit to think about. 
Why are you making me think about it? <laughs> Dude, I make anyone that watches this podcast, I make them think about it constantly. It's because I'm like, I'm crazy and I'm always going through my own shit too. But, you know, you we're all buried, human. Well, here, you actually, if you're going to go all through them, you still got bile nipple. Oh, bile nipple? Yeah, I haven't tried this yet. Am I going to be buried, burned? I don't know. Hopefully, I think I'm going to be smoked. I forget about frozen. Just want someone to dab me or something, you know? No, I don't know. Frozen would be cool, but like I don't think I don't believe that the biological body has anything to do with the consciousness that's in our minds. Like, I think that we're li- this is just a meat suit, like a like a receiver. I think that the actual the experience and what we're projecting and everything I think is actual like an immortal thing. You know, we just don't realize that we're in these meat suits. It's part of the way that we learn. Like, think of like what the Hindus thought. They thought that we lived multiple lives. Well. You could look at it that way, where we like keep going back into meat suits until we learn our lessons on this planet, so we can move on to the next one. And the people that are maybe like the shittiest people on this planet, the ones that are really horrible and self-centered, maybe it's their first round on this planet. And maybe the people that are more woke, or not woke—that's the wrong word. Maybe that's a horrible word to use now. Maybe the people that are more aware of the way they affect the people around them. Maybe people that are more conscious of other people's feelings and how they feel and stuff like that yeah. maybe those people are on like level 100 they've, they've lived and died here 100 times so they've learned these lessons because maybe you retain the wisdom of an old soul but you just don't retain the memories of past lives unless you smoke enough dmt um <laughs> then, you see all the lives. Shit then you see all the lives and you're like oh my god i've been here before <laughs> dude that's my thing sometimes i wake up let me know. And I'm like, I've been here before. I've been in this place. I've been in this life a thousand times. I've lived here. I have like crazy shit when I smoke too much or well, mushrooms or old. Would you ever do, do that attribute episode? I have accidentally <coughs> done them before. Yeah. Yeah. Like one time I accidentally smoked DMT in one of the episodes because Pop D and then we're smoking it. And then I jumped on the piece and just, they just reheated the nail for you or? They did, but I didn't uh, know what he was saying. Mm. He was doing it incognito because so, we're on camera. So he's going, bro, there's shaman juice, shaman juice in there. And I'm, I'm reheating the nail and we're all hitting the Titan. So it's that giant RVR right uh-huh. there. And we're trying, I'm taking this huge, trying to take it deep. And they didn't Q-tip the nail, so there's some residual. And I blew it out and sat down. And then it was, I didn't have breakthrough. I just had the, if you smoke just like a little bit of DMT, you have like really heavy visuals where the walls are just fucking snakes. And you see the fabric of reality starting to rip. But you're like, it's not going to rip. It wasn't enough. <laughs> so then it starts going back together. And you're like, okay, okay, okay holy yeah, fuck. Yeah. Holy fuck, it almost ripped. And then I saw what was really real. And I realized. There was a recent <laughs> podcast I watched. And I, I might have talked about this on mine recently. I had no fucking idea. But it was uh, all about like neurology. And it was about how like we only use like 7 to 9% of our brain. And what's the rest of it actually used for? <laughs> and they've been like doing tests in parts of the brain that are like deep parts of the brain. They don't quite understand. And what they're starting to think now, based on these tests they've done on certain deers, that we're actually projecting our own reality. Like, we might be in the middle of, like, a lava field with hellscape around us, the most horrible place, but we have these powerful (coughs) brains that are able to project our reality in a more, like, way where we can survive it, because we're so aware. Because they took a deer, and they put uh, lights going up and down in front of this deer, and they turned off the part of the deer's brain where lights ever go down. They only ever go up in this reality. So then the deer only sees the lights going up. So then they found the cluster of neurons that controls perspective and reality of living beings. And they can turn certain parts off. Like, <coughs> sun never sets in this reality. You're an infinite daytime. 
So you don't ever what? see the nighttime. You only see day. And they're doing like a Truman show. Oh, it's some fucked up shit. That's crazy. But that's a whole nother conversation. We get wild into that. Let me, let me try this. <laughs> That's what we do on this podcast, though, guys. We just talk about stuff we don't know about, not educated Damn. about. Yeah, that... We just say statements with no sort of backing or scientific. Scientific. <laughs> scientific is the actual proper yeah. term. Yeah, because aliens are real. Yeah. <laughs> All these turps are so beautiful. And this is the. Bio nipple. Bio nipple. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this when it was fresh. Now that it's cured, I can really smell that turt. It, it was yeah. nice to ask your dad how he liked that when yeah. he was going for that dad. His face was priceless. Yeah. <laughs> bio nipple? Yeah. So how you like that bio nipple you smoking on? It's biochem and pineapple yeah. sorbet. Biochem and pineapple sorbet. Okay. Yeah. It's a treats. <coughs> Terpene genetics. <coughs> nice. Terpene. Yeah, yeah. Follow him. I haven't seen him post stuff for a long time. He's always doing lots of stuff with that pineapple chunk, right? Is that one of the breeders he uses? Yeah. And meatball? And meatball now. Yeah. And then our Perp Z's ethos. You gotta give a shout out to him. Sweet. Perp Z ethos. I, I'm not familiar with ethos genetics. He's out here. He's out here? Mm-hmm. So many fucking talented people doing genetics out here, and it's such a grind to do genetics, like to fucking phenol hunt genetics and, like, and getting male plants, collecting pollen, and fucking storing the pollen right like it's simple if you know what you're doing but a lot of people fuck up mm-hmm. and people think growing's hard it's hard i think yeah. I, I just don't like the people that come in like and just think it's gonna be easy it's like oh i'm gonna just make a million dollars and it's to like do genetics well you have to be a pro pro grower and i think to actually be really like successful being someone that breeds like you have to do it because you love it not because you're doing it to make money 100 percent. because there's no there's no way you're going to make it through those hard like months or years of when like you've been phenol hunting something specific that's really going to define your genetic brand and it's just not Nothing. fucking happening or it's not stable. You have a similar genetic but you cannot get it stable. Like there's so many factors, so it's a fucking grind. I don't know if any breeders watch this. Actually, yeah, there's a couple that watch this show. So How many I re- subscribers you up to now? Like 2k-ish? Nice. Yeah, dude. It's like, it's like anything. It's like a slow grind, like yeah, Instagram. Absolutely. But I'm doing this because I love it. Like, I have podcasters that I follow that have get 30,000 views, and they have like maybe like 60,000 subscribers, but they're not making money from their podcast yet, and they're not doing it to do that. They're doing that podcast to like connect with people, share with people, because it's like that's, that's the day and age we live in. Like, what else are we going to do? Like, you got to just try to connect with people. We have an opportunity with technology right now to connect with people around the world, find people with similar, you know, thought processes, similar, you know, values, and we can all connect and, you know, even connect with people with different values. That way you're not in an echo chamber too, but still, technology can be a good thing. It has its ups and downs. Yeah, it's a... Double-edged sword, as they say. Yes, they do. Whoa, that was really tasty. That was that. That was that purple Z. That's like um, the grape pie. Which one did you? Oh t- no, I hit. I hit the nipple. You hit the nipple. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> you I'm hit taste, the nipple. I'm tasting pineapple. Now dude. you taste there it. There you go. Wow. Oh, that's a that's a that, that, that nipple's got that pineapple. Yeah, this yeah. one is a a one percenter. <laughs> Yeah, we're not gonna keep that one around for hash. She she doesn't do well at all. She's a one percenter. Ninety nine. I would say ninety five percent of your customers 
would ne- will never appreciate what it means to be like, hey, we like ran this strain, did all this work, and we only got like this much of a yield. And like, they don't care. Like, right. they don't understand why that one actually should cost twice the amount. Like, at a certain level, like, I wonder if like value and cost and stuff should be based on like not just an industry standard, but almost like the quality of the genetic to the pheno hunting to the like what type of yields it puts off because maybe it's the greatest turf ever but it yields so low that no one will grow it well maybe you have to build a market for that and it's twice as much but it's like the highest level like you, you just this terpene will never be able to yield higher but if you grow enough of it and we charge enough for it we can have this terp available i just feel like we can't even have certain terps available because they're not viable to actually grow and produce and that's one thing i found when i was growing is i'd find crazy terps from um, tga genetics and I would be like, man, I wish I could grow this turp, but it's just not good bag appeal. Like, the flower doesn't, the structure isn't right. I think you would have to have, like, a really good brand name somewhere. Oh, you know, that, like, and there would have like to cookies be... cookies or Jungle Boys. Someone small like us, they, they would think that that's ego. Yeah, I know, it's know? so tough. But that's the same thing with glass. It's it's a tough, it's a tough gig. Because we're all, all, both of our industries are still so young that, like, sure. you know... It, we're all growing together from the collectors to the people that support it and the people that are the consumers in the industry. We're all consumers, but it's up to all of us to keep building this and finding things we like in it and sharing it with each other so that more people can jump on and enjoy it with us. That's the biggest thing. Um, and that's why I hope that it's one thing with my Instagram. It's like different how I, I guess, portray myself on there a little bit sometimes, like as opposed to how other people, like I really put myself out there but I don't come from the Operation Pipe Dreams generation. If you guys are familiar with that at all. No. I think it was in 2004 <coughs> was Operation Pipe Dreams when they basically like went out and raided a bunch of glass blowing studios. Like Jerome Baker went to jail for three years. Like they like, wow. they raided yeah. all these guys, put a bunch of people in jail. And after that, like no pipe makers, everyone became really secretive. And like, would they try to hit them for like mass or paraphernalia? paraphernalia. Yeah. yeah. This is a, this was like the last old, I feel like, the old mentality like strike against trying to stop the war it's trying to be like war on drugs like which is ending now um that was like their last hoorah i think <coughs> was uh operation pipe dreams is i mean as far as going after the glass wars and stuff and i hope i didn't jinx anything but yeah so yeah i'm not gonna um so a lot of these guys after that they became a lot more secretive they weren't like there was no sort of social media besides like you know i think there was like glasspipes.org was one big one and then maybe some facebook stuff maybe but people became really secretive, so it wasn't as like people weren't trying to bring apprentices in and like, I don't know, it was just a different thing. My point is, is I'm doing what I'm doing now with showing my face and being very open and doing all the videos I do and connecting with people. I feel like a lot of people that are the most talented in our industry aren't super comfortable doing that because of past experiences with what's happened in our country because it wasn't that long ago, you know? So maybe that's the difference with me able to like grow my brand and build things and connect with people and sell glass is just the fact that I didn't have to experience what those people did so that I'm more comfortable posting the way I do, if that makes sense. I don't know. Social media is weird, though. For sure. The hash was fire. Yeah. Social media is not the same it once was. Well, did I smoke them all? What was I think I have one no, left. No, you got one left. You got one that left. One. All right. This, lip, please. this will be the, the final <coughs> the final dab. I've hit my mic about 200 times this episode. Audio listeners, I hope you enjoyed all of those sounds. Where are we at? Okay. Sweet. Thank you, Aja. I know this one went a little longer. Okay. Sweet. And Chris and Sony, I really appreciate you guys wanting to come and help help me do my podcast.
I know it's like a it's such a funny thing to be like, oh, you want to come smoke weed with me and talk on camera? But I appreciate you guys just making this so chill and comfortable. And I know that all the people who support my podcast will enjoy this one. Thank and you. And kick back and smoke with us. Yeah, it's dude. Been fun. Do you guys remember your, while I'm heating this up and everything, I'm a couple more questions. Do you guys remember your first time like growing, like some of the failures or things that happened that just like, are like, fuck, this is hard. Like, like anything with like not knowing how to pH water and you kill the whole garden. Mm-hmm. Right? So my um, very okay. my very first time it was in a closet. I was trying some deep water culture. Yeah. And the pot that I had the first plat sitting in was in soil and then, you know, I cut a hole in a lid of a like fifteen gallon storage container. Yeah. I've done that before myself. <laughs> but I you know, I didn't know anything. And that was with soil. That's not smart. That can't be ran in hydroponics. So I seen the plant getting a little sad and I ordered some like starter kit nutrients. Yeah. And just did all what they say on the back. Not even. I I took the first nutrient that it had and and I took the amount that it said to add to water, but I didn't see add to water. Yeah. And I poured it like straight on the plant. Oh, (laughs) no. And I came back the next day, and that thing was like dead, dead. dead. Oh, straight nutrients. <laughs> straight nudes on it. It was just dead. One thing dead. I would tell anyone that's a first time grower don't like read the back of the bottle and do only a quarter of what they're saying. Do not do the full dose because all plants like different food. They all react differently to feeding, and you're better off feeding lighter than heavier your first few times growing so you can learn how to read your plant and know what it's doing, know if it's hurting. And know how much water it wants. Like all, especially most most people that garden on a hobbyist level are doing multi-strain because you want to try all these different flavors. Well, they're all going to grow differently. They're going to need different amounts of water, different types of airflow, nutrients, everything. So take your time. It's better to go light with the nutrients than heavy. Um, I would say start with soil. Deep water culture is great, but there's less of a barrier if you fuck up. Soil, soil gives you a little like wall of safety. If you go a little hot with your nutrients or your pH one day, the soil is going to help protect you a little bit because it'll buffer some of that hot fucking water and nutrients or whatever going it's on to the roots. way more forgiving. It's way more it's forgiving. Way more forgiving. <laughs> so just some little growing tips. I'm not a grower anymore, but I did grow for eight or nine years. It was a big part of my life. I thought I was going to be a grower. I didn't think I was going to be a glass blower. <laughs> so. Weird how things work out. Actually, when I got into glass blowing, I like... Uh, I was like, man, maybe I'll be able to finally get the forum cut, the Girl Scout cookie forum cut that was like so popular yeah. back in the day when, when Girl Scout cookies first came out. And I was like, maybe I could trade a glass pipe with a grower, cause like another grower never wants to fucking trade with another grower. But maybe if like a glass blower was like, dude, like I love your your plant, let me get that plant, and then you give him a piece or something. I don't know. And it worked out. I got the forum cut eventually. <laughs> so it all came to like fruition or whatever. I love using words I don't really know if they're real. <laughs> is, they're my is, that, is that one real or not? Like, uh, I don't know. Fruition or fruition? Fruition? I don't know. I say... Uh, like, I can't even say it right either. I say documentary when I'm around my family, but it's documentary. Documentary? Yeah, I say Terry after things like... Documentary. Say complimentary. Well, um, that's <laughs> Ele- saying, am I saying it? Say elementary instead of elementary. Elementary school. No, you're going to start having me saying it wrong. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> you sound really smart in front of people you don't elementary. know. Elementary. <laughs> you're going to be like, wait, what did you just say? <laughs> you know, you went to elementary, right? Yeah, dude. And you know what? <laughs> Here's the funny part about that. 
I didn't know I said no. that until I watched a podcast about six months ago where they were making fun of a guy from upstate New York where I'm from that says that's all just that. how y'all talk. That's how we talk. Really? Yeah, we we all say we say Terry like at the end of that shit. Are there a bunch we, of Terrys up there? Yeah, dude. When we say when we say apple, we go eh, like apple. It's weird. We say milk instead the of milk. Apple. Yeah. So milk instead of milk. Huh, say it again. Milk instead of milk. 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 Yeah, I don't. Say, you say come with an e, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't I hear. I hear. In the real world and on camera, I really, I try to really censor myself. You just can't say milk, can you? <laughs> oh, I don't. Yeah, you know, I had to stop drinking it, so I had to stop bringing it up. No, I just do half and half. Just drink straight half and half, dude. I got, I've been gaining a lot of weight. <laughs> just kidding. Right. I'm just kidding. No, no, I don't. I don't it's drink the, it's the holiday season, man. It happens. <laughs> I don't drink a lot. We're just blaming it on the holidays. I don't drink a lot of milk. All right, so we're gonna hit up my last dab here and. uh Man, well, everybody, I hope you guys. New Year's uh, is tomorrow. Oh, New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah. It's nuts. I hope you guys have a great New Year's. Everybody great be safe. New Year's. Yeah, let's uh, just keep putting one foot in front of the other in 2021. <laughs> That's all we can say. I can't. I don't want to be another person to be like, hope it's, hope it's better. Because really, who doesn't hope it's better? There's no one out there being like, fuck, I hope 2021 sucks more than this year. <laughs> and if those people exist, they haven't <laughs> taken enough time. They haven't tried peace within hash if they if they think okay. <coughs> they have no peace in them. Yeah. And the hash would help find that peace. It has with me. The Terps have helped me find peace. And perspective. Man, what what an episode. We're gonna do some shots after. We'll show off some of these terps for you guys. No. Um and yeah. Go ahead. Lay down again, man. What's left on that? You can double down. <laughs> These turfs are getting to me. <laughs> oh my god, it's beautiful. Turps. Alright. Lay down again. I don't want to hurt my head on the concrete. <laughs> the turps. That happens. Turps. Look at ya. Oh man, okay, where's my turbo meter? All right, guys. Well, this is what's very funny podcast. We had a good time today. Um, we're, all, and, we're all turfed out. What happens when you smoke all the turfs? When you smoke all the turfs, you need to find a level say. place. Look at this. You need to find a level place because if your body is not level with the earth, you can actually feel us moving seventeen thousand miles per hour around the sun. And fast. that is currently what Sony's experiencing. She feels the G forces of seventeen thousand miles per hour. She needs to get down. I am not that high yet, but after this one, I just might be. Wonderful. What an episode. Let's take it hot. No, I don't want to. No, no these terps are too no good. hot and hurting. Well, no, I mean, what's five, is 520 hot? You, you see, you take them at like 570, don't you? Oh, I go hotter than that. I yeah, I go at like six. Yeah, well, see, I, I, I ain't do it like that. That's not hot. Yeah, you definitely gotta do like 600. Woo. All right. This is the What's Better Buddy Podcast, episode 43, everybody. I'll catch you guys next week. Hope you have a good start to your year. (coughs) Later.